guys oh my oh my days it's been what like six months welcome to another another amazing episode of dining with mo i'm forever your host one and only motoraya suleiman aka mo it's been like wow it's been a long time happy new year guys because i don't think we've, we've you've heard from me this year this year has been hmm. A roller coaster of emotions and activities. But moving forward, I'm promising I'm going to be more consistent. I promise so much. I promise you guys. I've, a lot has happened this year. I'm done with school. Yeah, yeah, I'm a graduate. Uh-huh. Wasn't easy at all. At all, but I'm grateful to God that I'm past that now. And a lot of things going on. I'll give I'll give you I'll just you guys look at it. Not now. For today's topic um i picked this topic because at my place of work and most of the people i interact with they tend to give me this very judgmental stares and look and we this looks have me since i'm an audacious person i try to like create a gray area for people something i don't even know okay yeah something like that for conversation so i i don't just shut down another person's opinion without actually knowing where they are coming from so now today's topic is talking about five misconceptions about the christian community now a lot of people when you tell them that you're a christian or um maybe you're a believer or something they just have this notion that all these um jesus people this only adult and I, I initially it didn't used to bother me that people have this mentality, but of recent, I actually just found it quite funny and uncomfortable that there's some misconceptions they have about Christians that I'm like, no, me, I'm a proud Christian. So when these things happen to me, especially at my place of work, it's so funny. Now I'm going to be starting with the very first one that I don't understand. They feel number one, people think as Christians you should have a perfect life. That is a very fat big. I've, I've not seen a liar that is as big as that in my entire life. That's that's not true. That's that's oh my god. You being a Christian does not exempt you from being human. Yes, the Bible says we are born of the flesh, we're not of the flesh, but then we're still alive. We're not yet dead. So, like the flesh is still what you guys are seeing. So, yes, we can't be perfect. It's not possible. You hear people say, eh, Shebi is a Christian, he be Christian now. Why is he falling sick? Why is he... We are human beings. My God. As a Christian, like, you... So, I don't know, some people just believe that once you are called a Christian, and they always say this in quote, that they just think it's a magical cure for problems, maybe if, if like a quick fix for your problems. Being a Christian does not make us perfect or just magically our problem it's a very wrong misconception that people is, is, is wrong it's this a very wrong ideology that people have of christians that if i, I take it so personal because i get very angry because we christians we are humans we have issues we have our own dealings we have emotional issues yes we just pray to god because we are following the guidelines of the bible and god does person with sorry, person sorry the almighty whom we serve the our supreme being so like we are following his guidelines does not mean there are not days where we are down we're emotionally not stable we don't get irritable we don't get angry i mean 
we're humans. My God, we're Christians, not robots. It's it's bizarre. Please, can you cancel that? That that's a no no. Cancel that notion that Christians are perfect. It's a very 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 big lie. Like I, I even go as I hear like some people say that nothing bad happens to Christians. Like, have you read your Bible at all? Did you see what happened to Paul? In the Paul is even going to fast. See Job now. How about there are great men of God in the Bible that you know they are prophets that strong things happen to them, like they faced a lot of adversaries and like problems. So please, for those of you that think being a Christian, your life is perfect. I stand against it. You can quote me anywhere. Please don't 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 come and fight me. I don't have power, please. But then I stand against that. Moving on, number two. I these people, this one, this particular number two is 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 to eh, it it makes me wonder what kind of people am I surrounded with? I don't get. Safe Christians have zero fashion sense. Oh my god, this one is to is to off me. Zero. See, as a Christian, I'm supposed to dress so good. As from me, from where I stand, fit more i cannot not look good like it's it's in the dna from you always have to look good because i feel like the way you dress attracts the kind of people you want so because you're a christian you now you now um i don't know dress i see a lot of you no know, a lot of people they dress and i'm not going against anybody's fashion sense but a lot of people dress in certain ways and they term it as being Christians as per Christian dressing in quotes, which I feel is complete BS. Permit my language. I think it's complete BS because the Bible did not say you should not dress and look good. I don't say I've not I've not seen that portion of the Bible. If there's anything the Bible has emphasized on, is modesty. And this whole modesty, it comes in two ways. Don't over do we don't expose your body we know what is right and what is wrong obviously let's even separate the fact as christians as just morally um accepted people you you can't wear certain dresses to certain occasions or certain environments because like looking at the way the security system is in nigeria a lot of people are on edge you go and dress in an indecent way. I am not saying this is a criteria for people to be hurt, harmed, or raped. But sometimes we just have to, like, I mean, come on. Be modest about our dressing. But does not mean you should not dress good, though, as a Christian. I don't... You have to. I see from some churches, I'm not holding any church responsible. I am a proud Tremite. In case you don't know what Trem means, it's the Redeemed Evangelical Mission or Ministry still getting a hold of that but then i ah, ah, my pastor's wife mama oh my jesus that man dresses she makes me so happy modest you could there's a way you will rock dresses and it will look so good on you and people want to emulate it ah, ah, even the way i dress you don't dress anyhow but saying christians should not dress you have to cover your hair your you have to wear a skirt that is longer than your ankles your clavicle cannot show because apparently it's seductive. I don't know where your neck is now seductive. Your wrist must not be obvious. It's a tool of seduction. So, like, I hear these very absurd things because I'm someone that I am quite conversant with the fashion world. So, I try as much as possible not to follow the trend, create my own. 
So when I come to the office, the other day I went to the office wearing a pop socks, not pop socks per se, a pantyhose. I went with a dress. And then the woman was like, I'm dressed indecently. And me being me, I, I was brought up in a Covenant University where you can't shut us down. So you have to explain what you mean by not decent. I needed to understand because she's my superior, but I wanted her to explain it so that next time I don't fall into such problems. And she said, why will I wear a gown and wear pantyhose that don't I know that the pantyhose on my skin is giving a different kind of look that can be attractive to the students? Ha! Ha! Oh my god, you should have seen me that day. I was like, What? What? Party hose? How? And this dress I'm talking about is like lower than my knee. It's not a short dress that is the normal protocol. If you are going to wear a panty hose, you have to wear something quite short. But this gown was a long gown. In fact, it was three quarter the hand was three quarter. It was a turtleneck. It wasn't even all this um what they call this thing, body hugging gown for wear. It's this suit material gown, you know, when example of it is Megan. Uh, how many of you know Megan Markle? Yeah, her type of dressing, this British kind of um, um, what they call it, dressing accessory. That's where I dressed, and I had to say, Ma, I don't know, but okay, I'm moving forward. I'll, I'll see what I can do. But and she was like, I thought you're a Christian, you're, you're a child, you're, I know your father to have been a this, blah blah blah. I was like, I don't know, is there a certain way Christians are supposed to dress? Because people give the the mentality or the um what's the English I'll use now? They give it like Christians have their own uniforms. We are supposed to wear a certain kind of clothes. I'm like see yeah, people are strange. Even for the guys. Somebody recently stopped me. Yes, okay, I had a program on Tuesday at church headquarters and we were to wear native on sneakers. Would you believe someone told me that wearing sneakers to church is actually wrong? I don't know if he was referring to it as being a sin, but I had—I was like, come again, sneakers to church is wrong. Me that I love sneakers, most of my shoes, sneakers, maybe two or three heels, the rest, kicks, I love kicks, I love my kicks because it just brings a different kind of look. Since as a Christian, you're not supposed to wear that to a... A church function it's, it's improper please for those of you that have that mentality it's 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 not cool terming christians as not fashionable some christians tend to overdo these things and no wear earrings don't do this don't do that it's choice there's no way in the bible that say you should dress silly or dress like a, a i don't know i don't want to use the term because i don't even know what that means but it sounds appropriate to me don't dress sluggish look smart look good and be modest about it okay yes this should i was explaining the first part of modesty about opening your body and all you should not do that then the second part the bible was actually referring to was for those that deliberately use their money to buy dresses to oppress other people <laughs> there are a lot of them in the church right now these days i wasn't referring to those set of people those set of people god is god is watching you people sha. you cannot come and oppress me in my church it's not possible I'm just saying, as Christians, we actually have our own fashion sense. Yes, we don't, we are not dull looking. For those of you that feel because you're a Christian, you should not dress well. That's a bloody lie. That's not true. Dress smart, look good. If you should do your hair, style your hair well, apply little makeup, lip gloss, and you're good to go. Look smart. Don't look like you're going for a Gunu festival. Like, not saying that you should do that one. I'm not the one that said that one. 
moving forward number three on the line is christians must be poor yes this one is to annoy me because even within my nuclear family they have this mentality that when somebody is rich he can't be a christian how like how do you have this how i, I need someone to explain this thing to me the other day we we're driving and i saw this man i'm like oh that's actually a pastor and he has so and so houses blah 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 and i don't say my mom but somebody very close to me was like ah what you should go which is translated to say he has done blood money i mean somebody can actually be very wealthy and still be a christian i mean haven't you heard of bishop david Oedipo, my own chancellor like there are uh, uh, bishop mike okonkwo there are a lot of them kenneth higgins the money is speaking i mean we are christians god is blessing us these goodies are here for us he's blessing us so the, where is he supposed to go to? and besides in our country today i don't know i know why people are being hypocritical about it that we don't need money money is what is moving things right now you need money for food you need money for upkeeps you need money to move wherever it is they are going now anybody that says otherwise is just dreaming and needs to wake up from that bubble so if you see someone that is wealthy and is a christian my own definition of christian i've already explained it i'm not talking about pretentious christians i'm talking about the ideal christians you shouldn't think they are poor oh i mean you shouldn't think they should be poor rather because <laughs> i don't <laughs> i come from a very traditional family where grandma does not believe in certain things but let me not say about those ones so that my just does not go around because <laughs> Gufemi might listen to this podcast and you know <laughs> let's not talk about grammar. But sure, Christians are not meant to be poor. If um um by I don't know whether destiny you're not supposed to have money in this life. I don't, I don't even believe in that thing, Sha. Even though everybody is destined for different things, but not poverty. Jesus is not a poor person, like he's a Jan Ojo. He's not a poor person. Look at our Bible stories now. Job. Job was rich. Job in the Bible was actually rich. Look at Solomon now, king. A whole king. Because sometimes when I hear that people think you can't be a Christian and be a king, how? King Solomon. Even though things have changed now. The modern everybody's being fetish and one leg in, one leg out, but that's aside. King Solomon in the Bible was rich. That guy was rich. King David, Unko. I don't want to start naming a lot of them. Joseph, Joseph, that was um, from slavery, I mean, from prison, became governor. But people should not know that story. Now the white mini say Christians must be poor. So if, if if you don't go through that hardship, that's Nigerian mentality, poverty thinking, thinking you must, you have to struggle for you to make it. And yes, there are different type of struggle. My own kind of struggle is not poverty. True, you need the experience, but not poverty experience. It's not my Persian. I'm sorry, it's not my Persian. <laughs> so please, Christians don't have to be poor for them to show them their trade. Some people feel like they are trademark. Please, it is not our trademark. Poverty is not of us. It is not of us. Please, I beg you, of God, we are not poor people. We are rich. The goodies of life is for us. Okay, okay. Thank you. Number four. Um, um, number four is saying that Christians don't have fun. How? I'm not even going to like butter this one to an extent. Some people just 
decide to just cut off their life because they feel once you've given your life to Christ, you've confessed that Jesus is your savior and everything. You should cut yourself from the real world, not have fun. Now, the outside world's definition of fun is different. If you're talking about parties, meaningless parties, because to me, for every action you take has to have a, a meaning and a reason, reasonable reason, if I can say so. So your definition of fun might not be our definition of fun. Fun is like having a good time, relaxing. I go for parties, but the kind of parties I go for, I am quite very, I'm quite careful. 50 year old birthday parties. I go for, um, what is to call those things? Um, okay. I go to the pool. I go out with my friends, go see the movie. Um, there's a they call this thing award nights there are different ways of having fun please don't say christians don't have fun we go for that uh-uh. like me now um i recently picked a hobby in painting painting is fun for me so now it depends on what you think is fun if you are thinking clubs meaningless sex and all these plenty plenty vices and all is what you consider fun then okay I, I i suggest you leave us as boring people and we can't have fun please i beg if it's that one then leave it for us thank you we 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 like that one thank you but christians have fun i i i don't think there's anybody that i've known like my pastor the way he loves to enjoy the man cannot even not have fun like there's no ounce of boredom in his body there's always something so lively and alive now this is a pastor that speaks the word no no please so don't say christians don't have to have fun some of them true they just have this mentality that more as we're giving our life to christ let us just you know lock up and i'm not in support of that one i'm very sorry i'm not, I'm not in support of that one christians we do know how to have fun so if you don't know how to have fun are you a christian just Send me an email. I've told you word of more at gmail.com and I will teach you what fun is like. Having fun is nice. And for those of you that think the other type of fun is what you need, carry your Bible, please. To do you to do you a great good. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Now the final one, the last but not the least, that Christian are hypocritical. Yes, most Christians tend to be. I won't call it hypocritical. You hear you hear terms like um, my Christian life, my distant life. It makes us seem like bipolar people, bipolar-ish. But I, I I want to believe that's not what they mean. Now, in terms of I'm I'm saying when I say um, Christians are hypocritical. I, this came from a very close friend of mine. He wanted to have a business deal with his pastor, and the pastor did not talk like a pastor. He spoke like a businessman and he said, I thought you're a Christian. Why are you being so serious with money? I don't know that if, if you, you like money so much, greed comes in. And he shared it with us in church. And I'm like, eh? I don't understand. So because you're a Christian, you have turned to Mumu. You're not supposed to be business oriented. You're not supposed to do the right thing. As I am, like, I'm a businessman. Yes, I love God. I love God. I do everything I have to do. When it comes to business, you can obvious it is your when you that's where you make money, your source of livelihood. You can't play with it. How can I be selling something for five thousand? You're telling me to dash you or you want to pay five hundred for it when you know that the worth of it is five thousand naira. 
And then because I tell you, please leave my shop, you're not ready to buy. You take it that you're not a Christian. Is that how all Christians behave? <laughs> I don't know how Christians are supposed to behave again. Honestly, honestly, don't we face a lot of trouble. A lot at the marketplace. I feel for those that have shops in local areas, because it's not easy. You get to see different creatures that God has created that they they tend to frustrate you and make you forget that you're actually on a path towards God. They just make you drop that title of Christian and you know want to enter the street and beat the hell out of somebody. But please are very personal. Don't give in. So for those of you thinking Christians are hypocritical on the aspect of business and everything. Nah, we are not. We are just good business. Um, the what they associate? Is it associate the call? I can't remember them. But we just be good business people and just know how to trade and communicate with business terms. Not, I'm not stupid now. In business, you don't go and start showing emotions or or you start being um spiritual and religious and no it doesn't work that way it really honestly doesn't so i hope with these five misconceptions i hope you all that have listened to this podcast can see why these particular things that people just stare up in their heads and just judge and pin on christians are not true please try to get your facts right before pointing accusing fingers on certain beliefs Okay, I'm promising that the next episode is not going to be as long as this, but it's going to be very, very funny and packed. I'm going, it's, it's about 10 11 here in my country. You know what country I'm from now, from the Ascent. So, good night, guys. I love you all. I, you guys are the best. You are the best. My audience, you guys are the best. I want to do a shout out to my grandma. I know she might not be able to listen to this, but I love her silly. I love her to the end of the world. A shout out to you, grandma, aka Mama Dibe, aka Yaladura. That's my mother of prayer. And I want to do a shout out to my aunt. She might not listen to this also. Auntie Busola, I love you so much. You have no idea how much I love you. I don't think she knows I love her. I love her so much. Like, I hate you a lot. I hate you. And I'm missing you like crazy. Just in case you listen to this. I miss you. Don't worry, I'll drop by very soon. Who else am I doing a shout out to? Nobody else. I am grateful for every other person that has listened to this. Please, and welcome to um, Accepting Criticism. I mean, I'm just coming up. Your help is needed. Thank you so much for the support. Good night, guys. I love you. Mwah.